the I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hi, welcome to the I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Today we're talking about ending relationships well, not the personal kinds, but the professional kinds. And we think that the same skills are probably needed anyway for both. Um, how do you um, know when a professional relationship has run its course? Maybe a management situation or um, somebody else that's on your team. Um, even a, as a musician, you might want to work with somebody else. How do you do that well whilst maintaining? maintaining um, integrity and relationship. That's what we're talking about today. Yep, so today we're talking about how to end a musical relationship well, how to end that professional relationship and, you know, it not be an acrimonious split, I suppose. Um, It's a tricky one, or it can be a tricky one. I think there are some sort of basic things that you can do just to do your best it might not sort of make everything work great but you can just do your best in that don't you think yeah I mean it's funny because I'm not good at ending things Mm. um well I am and I'm not because I'm an all or nothing person which I think is needed for music um so in that sense I think you have to know when to step away from something but I also am determined to make things work so I will hold on in situations and this is probably more speaking personally uh, longer than I should and I've been really interested to observe in myself where I do that in business and I just think for artists that's worth thinking about like how do you feel about endings anyway how do you deal with endings anyway because that is likely to translate to your um, business relationships and I think like relationships we have to think about when something is serving ourselves and sometimes that can sound entirely selfish but the whole point is um, a relationship has to work both ways and there are times when you have to um, be the strength for the other person so in an artist manager relationship much of a manager's job is to mentor and perhaps the artist is feeling like giving up and to encourage them to carry on but real maturity is when you realise that you're not good for somebody anymore, even if you think that that's the case, um, and being strong enough to step away at that point. And I think that's something we all have to learn in life. Um, I've spoken before about the fact that every manager and every management talk I've ever been to says at some point you're going to get screwed over by an artist or you're going to get dropped by an artist and most new artists flinch when they hear they go no no you know it's like a relationship and it really is it's such a close relationship but um, for me and I've spoken about it before the very first artist I worked with that happened to me and in a sense I'm now, and obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, I'm so glad that that happened. It wasn't a nice experience at all. But to have that experience so early on taught me so many things. Um, So it was an artist that, if I'm really honest, my gut feeling, though very, very talented, I really believed in their talent, but there was something that didn't align. And again, I think... um, when something comes to an end we have to think is this because this has served its purpose and it's been a good and healthy relationship and it's now no longer right or was this never right in the beginning Mm. and for me in this scenario I think it probably was never right in the beginning if I'm really honest now um, there was a misalignment there in terms of vision 
and ethos and outlook. And I think that was an important lesson because I've only ever worked with artists afterwards that I felt that with. Mm. And so far, I've not had that experience again. Um, but it was with an artist, like I said, that I did believe in their talent. And very quickly, uh, we had uh, lots of labels and industry people interested. Now, it was meant to be a trial basis, which we did have. That came and went. And I didn't uh, initially pursue a contract. And this, again, perhaps a whole mm. other podcast. But when I um, when we begin, began to get interest and I started to bring up the subject of a contract, then the artist bypassed that conversa- conversation constantly. And so that was the first red flag. Mm. Then I was pretty sure that they were meeting with other industry people and going to meetings behind my back, which again, another huge red flag. Uh, and then finally, um, we had a really successful show and they waited until we'd done the show and all that had happened. And the next day uh, dropped me and had gone behind my back with another music contact that I had introduced them to, uh, which was interesting, Mm. to say the least. Um, And so in that sense, that was an ending that I didn't have control of. And I'd invested my own personal money at the time and a lot of my time and a lot of belief. And it was painful at the time. I think probably the larger percentage of it was ego, though, Mm. for me, um, to have got it wrong. And nobody likes to be rejected or dropped but the lessons have been amazing from it. Um, I can't say that, ironically, that it's made me insist that people get contracts because mm. I feel so confident with the artists I've got. I don't feel a massive need to do that. Um, and that's a real debate. Like lots of uh, managers swear by having a contract, even if you put it in that drawer and you never look at it again. And there's something to be said about that. But for me personally, I haven't got a policy that I don't have them. I just honestly don't feel like that's something I need I think after the experience I had with that artist I felt like like in a marriage you I don't want someone to stay married to me because there's a a marriage certificate Mm. because they feel forced I want the because the relationship's working and because they want to be there so there's that that I learned there's um also just being transparent and open um and also just for me just believing and listening to my my gut reaction Mm -hmm. as well um so I think if something wasn't going well for me if I had flags again I think I'd have more honest and upfront conversations and listen to those feelings not just think I'm being paranoid and and confront them about it and give them the opportunity to walk away respectfully for themselves sake and for my own and perhaps be less reluctant to invest as much of my time and money Mm. if I had those 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 gut Mm. feelings so that's my experience yeah steep um so if an artist if an artist is feeling like you know say you know that artist that you was working with they're feeling like oh maybe the person I'm working with um can't necessarily take me where I want to go or as far as I want to go or I feel like maybe we're coming to the end of this because that's probably what she felt like she Mm. you know she saw some bright lights somewhere and she felt like these other people could get her to that destination and you know the person that that you're working with maybe can't um what would have been the best way to approach that Mm. well I think the best way to approach that would be when I brought up the conversation when the trial had expired and you know it started off by us saying oh yeah we must get around to doing that contract to me saying can we do that contract and then that person um sidestepping that that would have been the ideal time to say it you know we've done a trial it's fair and just say I don't think this is for me what is clear what's happening was 
things are taking off and and you're doing this i'm going to milk this as much as i can first yeah she was, get my she was showcase in you, she was getting everything she can cat and from you yeah and then she was kind of going to move on to the next yeah. and and you know ask me oh by the way can i have the email addresses of the people who've been sending that's when i was like mm. okay i know what you're doing uh, i actually fully knew the, the night before they actually said um then I, um, I guess that was a mistrust of me because I'd have been happy to hand those over. Mm. Um, actually, you know, it really would be. And also um, to have uh, given me back the money that I personally invested, yeah. would and which never happened. Yeah. And in fact, was refused, wow. even though initially it was promised. And then it, it turned quite nasty. You know, that was my money. I was a, a single parent at the time, just starting out in management. It was mm. a lot of money for me. Um, and uh, they felt that because we didn't, the very words that were used, because we didn't have a contract, then, then they didn't need to give it back to me. Wow. So the very no thing that I was pushing man. for yeah, was used against me. So, yeah, I think the, you know, use the trial period for the trial period. So mm. been honest at that point. Or um, They could have said, look, I would, I'd like to extend the trial period. And you could yeah. have been like, yeah, no, let's talk about it. Why do you want to do that? And what's working? What's not working for you? Yeah. What is? What are you feeling? Mm. I think it... And clearly they knew what they were going to do. So mm. I just think it... it I, I couldn't have and wouldn't have wrecked the showcase or stopped it. So why not step back then, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, and and I, I suppose the lessons are from an artist's perspective is from all perspectives actually open communication, brave communication, um, is is the best in personal relationships yes. as it is in professional, and even when it's hard, and some people find it harder, you know, to say that thing that they think is going to hurt someone else, but actually there's a greater pain when you when you string something out or when you lie or when you try and um shroud or mm. you know what your true feelings are actually there's a greater pain that can come down yeah. the line and it's a it's a it's an easier pain to take mm. like you know what at least they were honest at least they were upfront at least yeah. they told me and what, what i will thought. say is the music industry is small mm. so when you get a reputation for doing that to a manager and um when people hear mm. about how you went about mm. that with other people um then people yeah. talk and that gets around and before you know it you know or, or when um, you approach other people to work with in the future they are going to ask the people who work with you you know what were they like to work with how do they own and you know you, you're going to be honest about that yeah yeah um we spoke to georgie and she spoke about sort of her feelings about how you sort of end a relationship and a professional one and how you just go about doing that with integrity so we'll just take a quick listen to that now Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I always say that being in a band is just like being in a relationship, except there's five of you instead of two. Um, and it is it can be difficult with band members, managers, publishers, anybody, if you decide that you want to go separate ways. Uh, it's, it's not easy. It's, it never is, but I guess my advice would be to treat it like you would any sort of personal relationship in your life um, and I always say that communication is key and honesty is key and um, if you're able to clearly communicate with with these people in these situations, these tough situations, then uh, it's always going to be easier, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
just a quick reminder that we have a growing library of really useful videos on our YouTube page, including interviews with artists and music industry insiders sharing their experience and expertise. Search IMR on YouTube or visit our website www.iamindependent.co.uk. Yeah, so that was Georgie talking um, about how she approaches that or her thoughts about that. Um, so my experience um, with sort of relationships, um, the things I've learned is just to be upfront and honest and to communicate bravely, which I don't find that difficult to do in life. I'd rather say the things and we can talk about it and we can I can hear how you feel I can hear how where I've gone wrong and where I can do better and I can communicate with respect where or how I feel and we can see how we can work things out um and I had a management situation early on in my career I have said this story before um where I was working with somebody and I didn't really I didn't really trust trust my gut enough I think I was just so happy to have somebody that wanted to manage me that believed in me enough to want to be a part of my journey um that I entered into that situation not contractually but we we started working and they had big dreams and big ideas for where they wanted to take um my career but they just weren't they weren't trustworthy just wasn't a trustworthy person um and I felt that all along and I I had a, a music lawyer at the time um legal legal person and they knew of him and they said oh I don't like him at all but I still I thought well cool I mean there's no contract I'm still gonna you know keep going with this and I think I just I think when you have doubts it doesn't necessarily mean that you step out of a situation but you just allow that to inform how you how you continue on and you kind of step forward cautiously which I think I tried to do anyway so then they were a bit dishonest in a production situation and they were just sort of taking advantage of people in my name and I when I found out about that I was like I'm done with this situation so I I was texting the person that was telling me what this manager was doing and I must have somehow got a text from my manager in there but I hadn't it just my my phone just did what it does and I was texting this person but then I was saying yes I'm gonna I'm gonna just get rid of him I'm gonna sack him because I just think this is not on he's doing this in my name and I press send I sent it to the manager I mean I I, I mean if I could literally recall one text message in my whole life there are many that I could choose from but that would probably be the one because I didn't I wouldn't want to communicate in that way yeah I would just would rather just I'm quite fine just to say and I'd have rather done that and that's not a nice way for anyone to hear regardless of you know what I think of that person's character like they they deserve to be spoken how did to. they respond like oh so you want to you want to drop me then I was like well yeah I don't think it's working and these are the reasons and I'm like okay cool and then we just went our separate ways um so it was kind of an easy split um (laughs) not quite how you planned not how I planned (laughs) and not how I would want to do anything I wouldn't want to do that so um yeah that's my little story and so try not to inadvertently end relationships via text message I think I think professional relationships are like personal ones text messages are not probably the way yeah yeah be brave enough to have a conversation yeah yeah if you want to do it over the phone not probably is probably not the best way either but at the very least you hear each other's voices and talk yeah 
I think um, linked in with this is is just how to say no as well. And we just wanted to touch on that. Again, I think it's about having healthy relationships. Yeah. And a part of healthy relationships is having boundaries, which mm. means being able to say no. And if you're a singer, if you're a producer, if you're creative, inevitably there are going to be people who are going to want to work with you or who are going to want to contact you. And um, actually we spoke to Wild, the producer. He has lots of people who contact him who want to work with him. But also um, most of his successful collaborations that launched his career or rather took it into a, a new realm were from him approaching people and asking them and not everybody said yes um, and you may be asked for something that you don't feel comfortable with and I just again would just say the principles of being a good person just being direct um, being honest uh, and being kind. being kind if you can do those things you can um, just don't ghost people like, I mean I hate mm. the whole ghosting thing in relationships I, honestly the phenomenon of that just really annoyed what's wrong with people just saying you're not for me you know yeah. don't just disappear so if somebody messages you don't ignore it acknowledge it so I get loads of emails from people asking me to manage them um Week in, week out, I get lots of emails and I reply to every single one. Now, I'm blanket, not looking for any other artists. I can't uh, take on any more artists at the moment, but I do offer my consultancy, so I always offer that as an alternative. But I also really try and uh, make time to have a listen to that track that they've sent or listen to that, um, watch that YouTube video that they've sent through. And I, I can't send a full-on, you know, A4 page critique, but... I will, they've taken the time uh, to contact me. I know about the journey of an independent artist. So I want to respectfully reply and just to, you know, they've probably sat there email. I'm probably one of 50 people they've emailed, but just to get some responses, even if they're a no, means somebody thinks you're, you're worth an answer. Yeah. So those principles of being direct, being honest and being kind, I think go a long way in saying no to someone. Yeah, and we also spoke to, um, should we play actually, should we play Wild's, um little clip about how yeah. he communicates with people when they approach him and how he goes about that because I think it was really interesting his approach of doing it kindly uh, I just DM them on Instagram generally uh, or I email them um, and we'll always start off with um, <coughs> like oh I've, I found your music and I love it um, I would love to know if there's any way we could work together in the future. Um, and just by doing that, you, you've that way of approaching people, you've gone, there's no, like your intention is, oh, I do want to work with you, but I do actually like what you're doing. Um, but you're not putting any pressure, like any time pressure on it. There's some people that I see that would be like, I've got this song, I'd love you to be on it. And I'm like, if I got that as an artist, then I'd be like, well, and I listen to it and I don't like it, then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I would just leave that, say. Or, you know, as soon as someone goes, oh, I've got this thing, can you be on it? And then give a time scale, then you're way less inclined to be answering that um, or really, like, taking the time to do it. So I approach as a fan first of, like, I really love what you're doing. Um, I'd love to know if you want to work together in the future. Here's my stuff if you want to listen to it. Um and that way of doing stuff it, in general can start like spark conversation. So that was wild. And he, um, yeah, speaking about how he how he deals with um, communicating with people when people approach him to work with him and all that sort of thing. And we also spoke to Chovy. Um, we had a really 
great in-depth conversation with her in one of our episodes and it was really really insightful but she was talking about the fact that she's had a lot of um um various management situations and teams and she's been signed and there's you know the way she's been treated in those situations as well and how she's kind of um when those relationships have wanted to and people wanted to end those relationships with her when she was signed and how they went about that and how she felt but also how she how she knows when things have run its course and she knows who she is and she knows what she brings to the table and she knows what she needs and so how she then ends a situation is 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 um, really valuable as well and how she knows when it's time to end it as well but the mentoring aspect of it for me is so important because two heads are better than one in it yeah. like and sometimes you can this this journey can feel so lonely, like and with or without representation. Because I felt like for a very long time, I felt alone, mm-hmm. even though I had representation. And it's because I'm just so ready to go all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to go with me, then I'm just gonna feel like I'm on my own. Yeah. But it's because we're just not on the same page. So if you're not on the same page with said said person, it's a str- Mm-hmm. Oh, and any other team members that you would that you want, or do you think is there is there a, is there a stage where you think okay, I, I need more than a manager? Um, I think when it comes to like where I'm at now in terms of like visuals and content and stuff like that, um, having somebody on board because that's all you kind of. I think as an independent artist, that's all you kind of have like mm. sometimes it's like your material and content yeah and content. Your marketing isn't yeah it? PR and everything yeah. exactly so that's so important and it's about engaging content as well so if you have somebody whose brain is switched on to that then you're winning as well mm. um because presentation plays a big part in it even if you're trying to do like the whole raw look oh you'd make an effort kind of thing <laughs> um you're that you've st- that still takes thought yeah you know it's a choice that you have to kind of uh, you know it's, in- it's got to be intentional yeah you just look like you just woke up this morning exactly so and people watch with their eyes so i mm. think having a content creator or a videographer a photographer whatever in your camp that is your friend and that is riding for you that believes in you that has helped me more than your, a lot your, of your look looks great and you you know it looks you can see your brand mm. um you know straight away that's a, a cherry v look and even um in, in all of that and i guess it's good to know that that's intentional that's mm. a, a team that's helped you to do mm. that because like you say for the independent artist that's your shop front isn't it 100 percent. and and uh, thankfully enough I, I met two um content like creators photographers videographers who are both women who i can have real conversations with um who get me through talking to me and um my music um cat Couture and illustrious media um and they they've they've been riding with me like so it's not just about like oh is this going to be in vogue magazine if i take this picture or is this going to be on like blah blah it's just like they know the message that I'm trying to put across and they helped me to do that. So that's that's been a blessing, like finding some of those people. And also just great to hear Cherry V there talking just about how resilient you have to be. And at the end of the day, you've got to be your, your own best champion. Like anyone you invite into relationship on any level with you, whether that's a collaboration or management or or anything else, you need to, to trust them. Um, there needs to be... Um, that trust there uh, and a, a connection, I guess. Um, and it's okay 
if that's not there to say no it's okay to have your boundaries to say that but if you're going to invite somebody into your art which is your your baby then you need to make sure that they're the right person before you do that to invite them as part of your team they've got to be adding something and bringing something and particularly that belief there yeah and it's also I think we have to accept that um there's going to be relationships that are going to come that are for seasons yeah and hopefully um we do come across people who we can you know is it stevie wonder has his manager for like the same one for decades and and just the teams that we build like the dream is that they we can you can grow as people and as professionals together but um there will be relationships that are for a season for various reasons um so it's, it's good to learn the skills and how to um end well Yes, it is. And actually on that, um, I used to manage Vanessa Ferrero, who we had on the podcast recently, and she's still a very good friend of mine. We don't work together in that capacity anymore, but I would say that that's a great example of uh, a relationship that was for a season in terms of the management. Um, I can't help but still help her if she asks me for advice, and I always will be as a friend, and she's a great person, and our friendship was there first and foremost. But I would say that's a great example of something ending well when we just felt that it'd run its course for the season. Yeah, but you preserved like the connection or just yep. preserved each other's like hearts in the process. You just don't come away, just bruise Yeah, I absolutely still respect her and love her and I feel that she feels the same way yeah. about me. Yeah. Awesome. So I hope this has been helpful guys and um yeah, speak to you next time. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.